Hey, this episode you're about to listen to first appeared as a video on the Wellness Messiah YouTube channel. Enjoy. This is it. You're about to start a diet. You're about to lose weight. Finally. Is there anything that you should know that could help you in the way? Yes, there are seven rules of success that you should know. How do I know them? Well, my perspective is a bit different. Since I came from doing metabolic research for over a decade, actually 15 years now, which is about how the biochemistry of the body works when you try to lose weight. And besides doing metabolic research, I've been working with clients who wanted to lose weight. My first client was in 2007. That's how long I've been in this area. And I help people to lose 30 plus pounds without any exercise. And I help people over age 60 to lose all their belly fat, again, without exercise. One of those people you can see in this photo. And anybody over age 50 or 60 will tell you how difficult it is to lose belly fat at this age. It's really difficult. So I know how diet success looks like and doesn't look like. So what are the seven rules those people, those extremely successful people, followed? This is what you're going to talk about today. Let's begin. Welcome to the Wellness Messiah podcast. I'm your host, Riman. Here are the seven diet success rules you can do this year. The first one is decide on a path that would suit your body's weight loss metabolism. What do I mean by that? Practically, if you take all the diets in the world, all the types of diets, there are only main causes to, for weight loss. And each one of those diets will fit to one of those buckets. So let me explain. The first way you can lose weight is by cutting calories. Calories represent a portion of energy that you want to lose out of your body and with it the fat. So for example, Weight Watchers, uh, the nutritionist plans, doing more exercise, low calories, low fat, all of these are just um, examples of diets that their main tar target is cutting down your calories. Doing more exercise is also an additional way to burn more calories and lose weight. If your body can burn fat for energy, the, the, this path, those diets should work for you. However, uh, as I said, there is a requirement, which is your body has to be able to burn fat for energy. Makes sense, right? Your body loses energy, now it has to go to the fat. If your body cannot go to the fat, then you won't lose weight in this path. So, so if you have tried in the past this um, one of those strategies that all revolve around calories and cutting down calories, it means that the body cannot use fat for energy, which gets me to the second bucket of diets. Diets that their main purpose is to train the body to burn fat. So Atkins diet, the ketogenic diet, the low sugar diets are all in essence try to help your body to burn fat. Now there is a spectrum on how much pressure you put in your body to burn fat. And sometimes cutting down sugar alone isn't sufficient. And sometimes you need to go full-blown keto, which means to cut really drastically your carbs and sugars to help your body burn fat. And sometimes you even need to add supplements on top of that. But the issue is all the same, to help your body to burn fat for energy. Now, sometimes this is not enough. For over four years, people used to come to me and I would use um, analysis to diagnose why they can't lose uh, fat. And what I found that there are certain metabolic problems that prevent people to lose weight and to burn fat. So if you try all of those options 
And if you suspect you, your body can burn fat, but you still don't manage to lose weight, then you go to the third bucket that is very much a little known, which is metabolic problems that prevent weight loss. So this is the third strategy to lose weight. So what does it mean? Sometimes there is a metabolic issue that prevents your body from losing weight, from losing fat. It could be that your body has too many toxins and losing weight would mean to expose your body to those toxins. Sometimes it's hypothyroidism, which means the, the gland here doesn't work properly to help your body use food for energy. And sometimes it's hypoactivity of the adrenal glands. It's hypoadrenalism. And from my research and my analysis of people, it's very common amongst women. So to summarize, the first rule for weight loss success this year is going to be choosing a diet that would fit your body's ability to lose weight. And sometimes there is a cascade of problem solving, beginning with cutting down calories. And if that doesn't work, you can uh, help your body burn fat. And if that doesn't work, there is a good chance you have some metabolic problem preventing you from losing weight. The second rule of success for dieting this year is aim to stick to only 80% of the diet. Okay, so last year I hosted uh, an interview show on Clubhouse where I interviewed people who had a major success in losing weight. And I found one thing that was in common with all of those people. They all stuck to the diet only 80% of the time. Only 80% of the time. And where they did not follow with the diet, they did not bang themselves on the head with a hammer. They kept sticking to the diet 80% of the time. So yes, it's almost like you expect to fail, and that alone is a rule for success. Ridiculous, right? But it's really not because it's being realistic and reducing judgment, which helps you to stick with the diet for the long term. Now, aiming to stick to the diet only 80% of the time means another success diet principle, which is plan divergence from your diet 20% of the time. So if you start a diet plan and you plan to go astray 20% of the time, then you have two options. One is to make those mistakes unexpectedly. The second option is plan for those mistakes ahead. So I suggest that you plan. Why? Because first of all, planning and doing things outside of the diet that you plan reduces guilt. And another thing, it makes the diet detour healthier and more uh, fun in the way. So what does 20% off the diet mean? It could be one day off that you can eat whatever you want. It could be a quota of meals a week that represent maybe 20%, maybe 15% of the uh, meals of your weekly meals. The bottom line is that if you're going to make mistakes, you might as well plan for it. And 80% of the time are enough to get diet success this year. The fourth rule of success for weight loss this year, dieting success, is get curious. This is about your attitude. When you start a diet, there are two attitudes that you can have. The first one is fear. Fear of being deprived, fear of suffering, fear of being hungry. The second attitude is curiosity. Brene Brown said that curiosity is a superpower after age 35. And I believe from my experience with my clients, it's really a superpower when starting a diet or a healthy lifestyle program. Now, you may wonder, what is there to be curious about when starting a diet? Well, first of all, you can be curious about the diets and the food options. Maybe there was a food that you never tried, you saw it 
on the aisle all the time, but you never try to integrate into your lifestyle, never try to cook it, never try to put it as a side dish. Also, it's about curiosity about recipes. What happens if I change in my recipe that I already enjoy this food with the other food? Maybe there is no difference. Maybe it's going to taste a bit different. Maybe it's going to be a different experience for me. And the third thing to be curious about is how you're going to feel. Are you going to feel the first week, the second week, the third week? So replacing fear with curiosity is going to help you with weight loss and dieting this year. The fifth rule of diet success this year is believe the diet should be successful without exercise. Have you ever tried a diet and you didn't feel like you lost weight and somebody told you, of course it didn't work, you don't exercise. Now, if you follow a diet and you have this uncertainty and you don't feel confident it will succeed without exercise, then it will undermine your belief, especially when it's not true. Diets, from my experience, should be effective without exercise. Yes, without exercise. Of course, exercise always helps with dieting and weight loss, but exercise should augment your diet efforts. And frankly, I've been astonished by the strength and the impact of diet alone on our weight. Why would that be a case? How could be diet be so effective without exercise? Well, from my metabolic research, I found that diet actually targets your DNA directly. Your breakfast, for example, affects 5,000 genes of your DNA. Your DNA has about 22,000, 23,000 genes, and what you eat for breakfast alone affects 5,000 of them. So imagine this, that massive impact of diet on your genes, on your hormones, on your metabolism. So that alone should be sufficient for you to succeed with diet. Now, of course, if you do exercise, that's great, but if you don't exercise, don't feel that the diet is not going to succeed. If the diet fits your metabolism, if it fits and solves the problem that prevents you from losing weight, then it should work without exercise. Speaking of genes is a great segue to the next principle, the sixth rule of success with dieting this year, which is give it three weeks minimum before you judge your results. Once you decided on a diet, on a pathway, you thought about it, you look around you about different types of diets that could suit your metabolism, then don't change the path for at least three weeks. Three weeks minimum. No matter how much weight you lost, no matter how you feel, don't change the path. Why do I say three weeks? Well, there is a good study, an interesting study, where they took a DNA of a cancer cell and implant it into a healthy cell. Now, what would happen when you take a DNA of a cancer cell and put it in a healthy cell? I would expect that the healthy cell would become cancer cell, but that did not what happened. Actually, the cell continued to act and behave normally and healthily for three weeks. Why three weeks? Because it takes three weeks for the gene DNA to respond to the change of the environment of the uh, diet. It takes time for the G uh, DNA to produce all sorts of uh, mechanisms and tools as a response for your diet. So that means that any change, any, any nutritional change that you make, you're not going to experience the full benefits until three weeks. And our bodies work the same in every cell in our bodies. It takes three weeks to respond to any dietary change that you're going to, to, to make. The first weight loss that you're going to experience within a few days really is meaningless. It's probably water weight, it's probably initial response of the body. The real result is going to unfold after three weeks. So if you made a decision, don't change that. And have a phrase that I really like. It and I have. So if you 
So if you've made a decision, don't change it. So so if you made a decision, don't change it so quickly. And I love a phrase by Napoleon Hill who wrote uh, Think and Grow Rich. I want to uh, quote it for you. He said, successful people make decisions quickly as soon as all the facts are available and change them very slowly. Unsuccessful people make decisions very slowly and change them often and quickly. So after you made your research about your perfect diet, stick to it. Don't change the decision quickly. You are successful. Act like it also with diets. Now that we established that, what could help us to stick to our guns for three weeks? Because it's not easy. Three weeks are not a long time, but it's not only a short amount of time. And I have a great tips that I found with my clients. Rule number seven for diet success, consume information about the diet and its benefits for three weeks. We all know when we start a new path, usually there is a lot of excitement in the beginning. But how can we stay focused for three weeks? How can you stay motivated for three weeks? One of the best ideas I found is that you can intellectually engage, intellectually engage with the information about the diet for three weeks. Read about the benefits, learn about what happens in your body, listen to podcasts about the diet. Intellectually engage in consuming information about the diets and its benefits and how to do it and successful stories about it are going to achieve two targets, two goals. One is going to strengthen your belief. And it's very valuable to, to do anything that it takes to make your belief stronger because there is so much skepticism out there, so many things to make us feel skeptic about our path. The second reason why uh, it helps because it keeps you focused. Your mind is engaged in the diet. So your mind automatically from the moment you wake up until you go to sleep is focused about achieving result with this diet. Let's summarize the seven success rules for dieting this year. One, decide on your path that would suit your weight loss metabolism. It either could be a diet around calories, training your body to burn fat, or fixing a metabolic issue. The second rule is aim to stick to only 80% of the diet. The third rule is plan divergence from your diet. Plan a time to go astray off the diet 20% of the time. The fourth rule of success with dieting is get curious. It's about your attitude. The fifth rule is believe that the diet should be successful without exercise. The sixth rule of diet success is give it at least three weeks before judging. And the seventh and last rule of success is consume information about the diet and its benefits for three weeks. Intellectually engage with the diet for three weeks to keep you focused and motivated and enhance your belief in it. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this video. And if you do, please subscribe. It will help my channel tr tremendously. And if you want me to continue to produce videos about dieting, weight loss, let me know in the comments. So thank you so much and have a wonderful day.